Good evening, good evening, good evening. This is Pastor Jay, and you are listening to Anointed Radio, y'all. So, like always, we go into decency and order, and we're going to come out of Isaiah 40 and 31, and it says, But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. God has a renewal in your life that's coming your way. You just got to trust in him. You got to wait on the Lord. You got to make sure that if you're going to pray, don't stress. And if you're going to stress, don't pray. You got to remember those things because if you can't doubt God, you got to keep your hope in God because God's promises has never failed. You might be going through something right now, but guess what? You about to come out of it and God's about to put you on top. Amen. So dear father, thank you Lord for bringing us through this week. Thank you for everything that you're, you're doing right now, Lord. God, we just want you into this place. Touch everybody under the broadcast that they could be able to see you, hear your voice to give them comfort and peace. God bless somebody that's going through it right now. Give them the confirmation that they need. Give them the path and the direction of where to go. And the people that's suffering in the midnight hour, God, give them the word to read to take off that stress. God, we just thank you for everything you're doing. Touch us from the top of our heads to the sole of our feet. Be with us. Encourage us, Lord. God, we just thank you and we glorify you. And we say that all in Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 This is Pastor Jay. And like always, I got something to say. And what I got to say today is this. It's Wednesday and we're halfway through August. Right now, I don't know what's happening, but there is a shift in the atmosphere where people all over this nation is going through something. And I just want to encourage you to hold on to God unchanging hand because God is about to bring you out better more stronger wiser God is about to do something amazing you just got to hold on you got to trust him because he has something for you amen so this is Pastor Jay and I want you to be able to find me at anointed Jaylon on Instagram and Twitter where I'm mostly at or you can find me on Facebook at Jaylon Calhoun. You can spell it at J-A-Y-L-O-N. You can see all updates, scriptures, health care, all kind of things I put on there. Even prayer starters to help you out with prayer. So check me out. Go follow. And go follow the Anointed Radio Instagram, Twitter, Facebook page. Get all the new updates for who we are having coming up this week. We have a lot of great interviews coming up so yeah it's about to go crazy so one thing i want everybody to know is some great stuff is coming it's award season anointed radio is nominated at the kia awards in columbus ohio for the best media outlet 2019 that's gonna be dope then we have i have at least um speaker con 2019 in washington dc Nominated for two awards, the Faith-Based Speaker Award and Podcaster of the Year Award. Great things are happening. God keeps blessing us. So you just got to be faithful. Amen. So we're going to go into the mix. And in the mix this time, we're going to go ahead and play some locals. I'm going to first play Chris Johnston, Chasing After You. And then we're going to play some Latasha McCall, Count It All Joy. All right. So I want y'all turn up your turn up your radio. And listen to Chris Johnson chasing after you. Just released. Hope y'all like it. There are no words that I can say. No reservation that I could make. Set on heaven's gate, on heaven's side. 
capture me I'm chasing after you I'm chasing after you Your love has captured me I'm chasing after you the throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace in our time of need. I was so broken and Jesus saved me and that is why I am all about the Lord. I'm chasing after you, I'm chasing after you.
want everybody to open your mouth and worship the Lord. He's worthy of the glory. He deserves the praise today. Come on, everybody, all over the room, open your mouth and worship him. Lift your hands and bless him in this place. Simple song. Goes like this. My hallelujah belongs to you. Oh Lord. My hallelujah belongs to you. My hallelujah belongs to you. My hallelujah belongs to you. You deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve it. My hallelujah. Say it, y'all. Come on, y'all got it. Come on, say, my hallelujah. From the bottom of your heart, lift your voice. My hallelujah. Say it, church.
lift our hands together one time. My hallelujah belongs to you. Everybody, come on in concert and say it.
and you can't see your way out. You're going crazy. You need to chill out before you make the wrong decision. Fall on your knees and pray. Let me encourage you today. Keep holding on. Keep holding on. Don't you let go. No, no, no. But to the one that endures till the end, hold your head up, don't you cry. It's all right anyhow. You came too far just to give up now. But you're tired of going in circles, and you can't see your way out. You're going crazy. you preserve your mind you made it back from a nervous breakdown you you made it back from a bad relationship don't be cute with it go ahead out of your belly worship him ignore your neighbor you don't have time to be cute they, they don't know what you made it over they, they they don't know what you overcame they, they they don't know who you was going to bed with when you didn't have no sense they, they don't know who you fooled around and had a child by they, they don't know the stuff you've made it through. You don't have time to be cute. Worship him. Oh, I feel the presence of the Holy Ghost. God, God, God wants to know, will you worship me in spite of your neighbor? Will, will you worship me in spite of who's looking at you? Will, will you ignore everybody and cry out to me? I've been better to you than you've been to yourself. Don't, don't play with him. Worship him. Give it all to him, surrender it. Lord, I surrender my wife. I, I surrender my children. I, I, I surrender my ministry. I, I surrender my mind. I, I surrender my hangups. Lord, I need you. Oh. oh, I feel the presence of the Holy Ghost. 
track y'all I surrender all but it's about that time and I am glad to introduce to you guys Miss Timora from the Miss T Music Factory that airs on Lifetime y'all everybody welcome Miss Timora on the air y'all clap it on up out there y'all hey y'all hey y'all <laughs> hey 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 how you doing tonight? Hey, hey. So, we're going to start with Pastor Jay's famous icebreaker question. Are you ready? I'm ready. Got you. So, if you could be any animal, which animal would you be? I would be an eagle. And why? Because eagles soar alone. They soar at the top of the sky. And they go for what they want without asking questions. Oh, that's powerful. Okay, okay, I see it. So let's get let's go ahead and get into the interview. One thing I wanted to kind of ask: so, where are you from, and where's your hometown? I am from Memphis, Tennessee, and that is my hometown. Amen. So, how did you get into music? It's a long story, but I'll try to make it as brief as possible. Uh, I'm a foster child, so I was raised in a foster care system right here in Memphis, Tennessee. And I had no friends. I was bullied uh, every day. Uh, I was talked about. I was called a retard because, you know, by me being a foster kid, they had to think of something mean to say. So my clothes came from Goodwill. My shoes talked because they had separated from the soul. And all I wanted was a friend. Mm. And uh, through having to go to counseling, if you know anything about foster care, they make you go to counseling because they want to make sure that when you go through this process that you turn out okay. So I had to go to counseling, which I hated. I was very mean about the counseling because I felt like I didn't have a problem. Find my parents and put them in counseling. That's how I felt <laughs> as a child. And so um, I wanted a friend. And I told this friend of me, which is a friend who was also an enemy, who got a title called friend of me. I told this friend of me about how I used to have to write all my problems and uh, issues down in my journal. So this person decided to share that with other people and they snatched all the papers out of my journal. And um, brokenhearted as I was, 
uh, they signed me up also. All of these things happened like within a week's time and they signed me up for uh, a talent competition at school, which um, the principal was really angry with the students and student body. So she said that, you know, if you were on this list you you uh, and was asked to sing, you had to sing or perform or you were going to be suspended. Well, I didn't want to be suspended and be sent back to college. Can they like, do that? Dead. So I had better luck at school. So um, they signed me up for this, only for me to be picked on just one more time and humiliated in front of the whole student body. But what they did not know was I had a hidden talent, and uh, that hidden talent was I sang every single day. I sang, I sang about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees. I sang about the grass. I sang about cars going down the street. I would make up songs to myself because I had no friends. And I would just sit outside and make a song. And so when they signed me up for this competition, I got on the stage and uh, everyone was laughing and it was very loud in there. And I remember the principal said I was up next and I said, I didn't sign up for this. She said, well, you're going to be suspended. So I walked on the stage to get humiliated. And I clenched my fist as tight as I could. And I just started, I closed my eyes as tears rolled down my face and people laughed at me. And I started singing Over the Rainbow. And when I started singing Over the Rainbow, I literally forgot I was singing in front of my peers. By the time I opened my eyes, everyone was on their feet. There were tears rolling down some people's faces. People were clenching their chest like, I can't believe this. And I opened my eyes. And that was the first time I ever experienced love ever in my life. So I fell in love with music. I fell in love with the stage. And I found that music was a um, a communication. No matter what, what race you are, no matter what color you are, no matter where what country you're from, music was the universal language of saying hello. So I found that I had something to always talk about because I could always talk about music. So I fell in love with music and it became a part of me. Amen. So how so when how old were you when you first did your first song, recorded song? My first recorded song, I think I was maybe eighteen and a half. And what I guess you could say what inspired it? You know, because everybody has a song. You know, some people might have been sad, some people might have been happy. Like, what was the the thing that was like, you know what, this song has just been on my heart. I got to share it with the world. Well, my story was a little different. Uh, I had a son at a very young age uh, out of wedlock, and I had to take care of him uh, because, again, as I said, I was looking for love. And so by me having this little boy, I had to find creative ways in order to make money to take care of him. So as I told you, I fell in love with music. So I was going to talent shows throughout the city, throughout the city of Memphis. And anytime I saw a talent show that was paying any money, I went to these talent shows in order to make the money to be able to feed my son. And at one of the talent shows, um, one of the judges ended up now 25 years being my husband. Um, and so as I was singing on stage, um, <laughs> which we talked about this other day, as I was singing on stage, he said he just stared at me. And he was like, I don't know what it is about her. And he became my manager, and he's also now my husband. And we've been now married 25 years. So he had asked me had I ever heard of Phyllis Hyman. At the time, I had not. And so he let me hear some of her um, music, Living All Alone. And so the first song that I, I recorded was Living All Alone by Phyllis Hyman because he said my voice had a lot of the nuances that her voice had. And um, he felt like there was a voice to that type of voice. And so I learned Living All Alone, and that was the first song I recorded. Amen. That's dope. See, you, you was looking to find <laughs> a gig, and you found your husband. See, look at that. That's, that's, I did. That's a I lesson found for you ladies out there. <laughs> yep. uh, trust me, I tried to run him off. It didn't work. Uh, I actually gave him every reason not to want to be with me, and he found every reason to be with me. So, again, and, music is the universal language of hello. <laughs> and then now fast forwarding, and now you're teaching 
kind of um, tell us about you know how that experience is. That's interesting as well because I did not plan on uh, teaching. Um, I do believe when God gives you a calling, you have to go for it. You can't say, well, Lord, that ain't what I said I want to do. So when the opportunity um, dropped in my lap, the way that it came about was I started doing artist development of my girl group, Karma. And my daughter, both of my daughters was in the group. And my oldest daughter decided to follow in her father's footsteps and decided to be a doctor like her dad. So she went off to college and broke my heart. How do you break my heart from going off to college, right? <laughs> Instead of doing music, she decided to uh, do medicine. So then my youngest daughter, who was not a singer, she was actually just a dancer. We had her and dance ever since she was two years old. Um, and she said, Mommy, Mommy, I'll do it. I, I looked, I said, oh, boy. I said, baby, you can't sing. She said, Mommy, yes, I can. I said, uh, okay. So she, we started playing around with it. It was really a hobby at first. And as I watched her, I said, she really has this special it factory. It, it factory, factor. I'm sorry, I can't get my words together tonight. And so we, we started seeing she had this little bitty voice. She sounded like a little rat. And so everywhere she went, people said, oh, my God, she's so cute. She looked like Minnie Mouse. She sounded like Minnie Mouse. And that discouraged her. She didn't want to sing anymore because she said everybody thinks she sounds like Minnie Mouse. So I said, well, baby, Mommy can develop your bottom end, but if I develop your bottom end, I don't want you to lose your top end. So long story short, fast forward, I started developing her with the other girls in the group, teaching them harmony, teaching them how to stay on their nose, training their ear. Um, and it was a lot of time uh, put into it. And three years into it, I decided to put them out for the world to see. And then uh, when I did that, people started saying, I remember when your daughter couldn't sing, so how is she singing now? And she would tell them, my mom taught me. So people would be like, well, can you teach my child? And I said, sure. So I started teaching uh, one or two students and then word of mouth got around that I was teaching and making their children sound better. And and seeing all that was like, you need to start a school for this. Because at first I said, I can't do this anymore because, you know, I got to pay my bill. They said, well, start a school, we'll pay you. Mm. So I didn't even know what to name my school. They decided to name it Airmen Academy. I said, sure. I opened up the doors and I had 40 students and parents waiting outside uh, on my grand opening. And then they started telling everybody, I, was, I got overwhelmed. And I was like, look, y'all, I don't know what I'm doing. They was like, we know, but we're going we gonna to hold your hand the rest of the way. So the kids and the parents decided I was the person that they wanted to uh, be developed by. So I was never, I didn't try to do it. Uh, it just and I love kids. I used to have like tons of kids just around my house teaching them music for free and it ended up having a school for it and then got recognized from having a school for it and next thing you know, Lifetime said, Can you put that on T V? I think the world needs to see it. And that's amazing. And here I am on TV. But you know, when I was a little girl, like it says in the Bible, this is the honest guy's truth, one of my favorite quotes out of the Bible is death and life. It's in the power of the tongue. What you speak, it shall manifest. So therefore, ever since I was a little girl, I used to say, I, I'm going to be on TV. I'm going to be famous, and people are going to know my name. And when they can say my name, that's when I know I'm famous, because the only thing that my mother and my father gave me was my name. So I said I was going to make their name famous. So all of my companies are named Aramet. It's Aramet Studios, Aramet Records, Aramet Academy. And if you look at Aramet, which is A-R-O-M-M-E-T, it's my name spelled backwards, T-E-M-M-O-R-A. So, mm. I said I was going to be on TV, and here I am. Wow. Your, your gift made room for you, definitely, right there. And, and you know, one thing I like about <laughs> what you did was, you know, off the bat, you, you saw that I love singing, and you wanted to pass off something, like, as a legacy, you know, and one thing I wanted to ask you, because I have a daughter that's interested in music and singing, and I was like, I don't think you would like dad to be teacher. 
because I'm going to be hard on you, and then you're going to be like, oh, my dad. You know, and could you hear stories about parents that, you know, taught just like Whitney Houston and her mom used to go at it about singing. And it's like, it's, as a parent, you want the best for them. Like, man, I want you to be able to sing the best. And what were some of the challenges, you could say, that came with being mom and teacher and manager? Well, I will be honest with you. I ha- I take my hat off to Matthew Knowles and Tina Knowles. I take my hat off to Joe Jackson. I take my hat off to um, uh, Whitney Houston's mom. And I'm going to tell you why. Because as a coach, as well as a manager and a mom, um, first of all, you have the nurturing value there. And second of all, it's a huge sacrifice because you're with anything you do in life, you got to give up something to get something. I don't care what it is. There's no such thing as a free ride. So when you decide that your child's gift and talent is supposed to be seen and heard and and your child is supposed to be shared with the world, you kind of give up the mommy or daddy role. Mm. You, You sacrifice that in order to be the best coach and best uh, manager for your, for your child. I know that sounds crass, but you can't be both um, because the respect levels that are needed. Um, I've had to sacrifice that with my daughter. We kind of got a balance, but we fight. We do fight. Uh, if you watch the show, you will see some, a lot of that is very factual um, because she wants what she wants. And I want what I feel is best for her. Mm. So um, there's a thin line. And sometimes I have to tell her right now, Nisha Michelle, I am not your mom. Don't look at me as mom because I got to do what's best for you. And what's best for you sometimes may not be what mama wants for you. Um, You're not allowed to wear that outfit. Or why not? Everybody else wear it. Well, you ain't everybody else. So the fights come, the practice practice time where you know we're now into a phase where she's 20 and she wants a boyfriend i, I bought her a dog that's your boyfriend you know, <laughs> you, you, we not doing that <laughs> and of course we get into it because she's like i i said if you ever say grown i'm gonna take that gr off of grown and i'm gonna tell you to get your own because that's what I ain't never is. heard that you one. You do it all by yourself. I like that. I ain't never heard that one before. Since you so grown, take GR but phone and go get you your own. You grown, you take the GR off and go get your own. Mm. So, how? Yeah, how, I'm not helping in no kind of way. How? How was? You, how was it having a show? Like I know that that is a experience in its own. I can tell you it's very uh, invasive. Um, If you see, I like attention, so I enjoyed it. However, a lot of my family members did not enjoy it so much because your every waking moment, they want to capture that. They want to capture when you move, when you when you take a bath, if they can stand outside the door and hear the water, shower running, they want to capture it because they feel like the world wants to know what you do in your day. Mm. Um, I'm married to a doctor. I, I will tell you before um, before this show, we were very private. You know, uh, a lot of people didn't know that my husband was my manager and my manager was my husband. Um, a lot of people didn't know I had four children um, because I'm actually a really private person. But when you decide that... Um, you want to be in the public eye. You no longer belong to yourself because every little thing about you, and that's something you have to ask yourself, are you ready for it? Because if you got skeletons in your closet and you are afraid of them coming out, don't get on TV. Mm. That's my word of advice. Don't do not do it. If you got a boyfriend that you've been hiding or a girlfriend that you <laughs> your wife didn't know about, you, don't get on TV because I promise you, uh, every little nick and cranny about your life gonna come out. I found out my husband had a, 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 a something going on too, and I, I found that out two weeks after my show aired. I said, "Oh, that it, just to go, here we go." I said, "How many more, baby? Come on, tell me now. My so Lord, we can figure out what we're gonna do." Well, but we decided that 
the relationship, uh, the family, the relationship, what we built was um, was worth it, you know. Um, and we decided to move forward. And I, you know, my it's hard because it's only been three months since I found this out. Was two and a half months, uh, and she has not been. A disappointment, I'll tell you that. She's really tried to put her claws in my back. Mm. Um, but I will tell you that, um, and, and I may shouldn't say this, but I, I, have, I, I'm, I can't be nobody but me. But she's white, and as you know, I am black. Um, my husband is black. Um, and she made it, she said some things that I think people should know. Because some of the things she said was, once she called me a nigger, uh, and she said, nigger B, you just mad because you lost your man to a white woman. Um, My Lord. I mean, out of everything you had to say, why was that important to you for me to know? Uh, she also and, said that every black woman wants to be white. My, um, oh, my goodness. Which I told her, I said, I don't know who you met, but this melon on my skin, I love it popping. So, um, well, I don't know, you know, if you, huh? I, I, one thing I could say on that is people from hurt places or people from places of misery want to hurt and, and bring people to that same level. And when yeah. you are elevated, you become the biggest target, you know, like you said, when you say, when you want to be on TV and what you sign up for it, it that opens up a whole door of attacks that like so many yeah. people that want to be famous in front of the lights don't know what that comes with and wonder why a lot of people on TV celebrities that go through stuff because they're human and they go through stuff. They have marriages, they have kids, they got everything that a regular person has, but they don't understand that the attack gets bigger because now you're on a, pl a public platform. But I, Absolutely. I, I, I you know do encourage so you on that. that. You know what's so scary is that I had to sit down and talk to my husband because the first thing I said was I found out it was a year situation. Uh, and I started shooting at the exact same time I started shooting my show. And he was broadcasting to the people uh, in the hospital that, oh, yeah, we're shooting a reality show. It was exactly when this decided, this situation happened. And I feel like from the time she started, she, cause she approached him, right? Mm -hmm. From the time she started, she knew what her aim was. She knew what her anger was, even though he didn't know. And he went for, I guess, that situation, right? Mm -hmm. And as I explained to him, I said, you know, it's so many African-American families that cannot be rich and famous because they're torn apart as soon as money comes into play. Mm -hmm. And so that was something we sat down and, you know, and I, I don't hide my life. Um, and I want more women to know that, you know, I got as a forgiving God. You know, if he had have done this and he wasn't sincerely apologetic and sorry for what he did to me and this family, then I would just move on. I would still forgive him. I would move on. But we can't sit here and judge him for what he did when I'm sure, you know, God sees all that we've done and has forgiven us. Right. So um, I chose to stay in my marriage. I chose to forgive my husband because I'm not perfect. I haven't done what he's done, but I'm not perfect. And I don't think in heaven God says, well, this crime was any worse than this crime. A crime is a crime. A sin is a sin. Right. Um, to say one is worse than the other is a sin. You know, so um, I encourage people because I know, you know, word, I'm sure there will be uh, plenty of media on, you know, if we break up or stay together or what's going to happen with us, you know. So um, I, stand behind, I stand beside my husband and I fight for our marriage. Amen. And I will not give the devil his glory of knowing that this was just one more African-American family 
they couldn't hold it together once they got a little money. Mm. Well, one one thing I want to do, and this would be last question, is advice to man. I have two now because you you brought up a good point. So the first one is going back into music. What advice would you give an upcoming artist? And the second per second thing is, what would you tell a woman going through marital issues? Um, the first to the first question, um, what would I my advice to up and coming artists? Um, back in the day when you did music, you did music according to the um, how can I say the pioneers before you. And what they told you was the best thing to do. In this day and age, what I've found to be uh, a humbling experience is stay true to yourself. Don't do music that don't make you happy. Don't sing a song because you feel like that's what um, your record label wants or the people around you uh, respond to. Because at the end and the beginning of the day, if you are not happy with who you are, you're going to have kick that and that goes for when even Whitney Houston came out Whitney Houston became what the record company wanted her to be and as soon as she did not be that anymore or her hood came out she wasn't perceived as uh, etiquette enough um, and I could go down a list of people who became what the industry wanted them to be and they were very miserable and unhappy with becoming what the industry uh, wanted them to be. I found that the artists of today that get seen on social media and become famous because so many uh, there's so many social you know social media platforms for you to just be you and people like it. That now the record companies only sign people who basically create their own buzz. So right. uh, be true to yourself. If you know you are an urban artist, be an urban artist. If you AC, be AC. If you gospel, be gospel. But don't don't deviate against your morals and values. Be who you are. Amen. That's, that's and deep words. To the second question, I'm, huh? I was saying those were some deep words. I hope people were listening to that part. I pray that they do, because that that's the truth. Uh, from my own experience, um, I, I live majority of my life trying to be what everybody else wanted me to be and I was one of the most unhappiest people that you could ever meet once I became once I got out of foster care and decided in the world who I wanted to be what I wanted to be where I wanted to be I found that I'm much happier even if you don't like me I would just surround myself and find the people who do opposed to being what you want me to be and being unhappy in my own skin if I can't look at the woman in the mirror and like who I see I'm not finna. I'm not fixing to continue to walk around in some shoes that are too tight on my feet, just to make you happy. Amen. Um, on the marital issue, um, I would say to anybody, when you made your vows, you made your vows to death do you part. There's a scale from one to zero in everything you do in life. You can go from zero to one hundred in a blink of an eye or you can go from zero to one to two to three and take gradual steps in a marriage it's a job you got to take gradual steps if you run into if it if it happens too fast and you run too fast you lose it just as fast as you got it so sometimes you have to reverse back it up and if you was at 50 when you decided to run to 100 then go back to 50 and try 51 opposed to running our way to 100 and think before you react because if I had a, just reacted off all of these nasty things that this woman told me supposedly happened in my marriage uh, with my husband then if I would have reacted we would have hit the divorce court sooner than later but because I, I took a breath I prayed and I'm still praying today still praying every when I wake up I'm praying when I go to bed I'm praying and I even told him yesterday when we uh, when he was at the house, I said, honey, a family that prays together, stay together. So what we were praying separately, we need to pray together now because we are one. So I would say put a lot of prayer there, have a lot of faith, 
and do what Jesus would do. Learn to forgive. And even if you can't keep the marriage together, still forgive. Amen. I want to. I wanted to say it was funny you said think before you speak because I saw a, a, a poster today that said think before you speak. T stands for is it true? H stands for is it helpful? I is it inspiring? N is it necessary? And K is it kind? Think before you speak. So that was powerful that you said that yeah. today. So one I thing. I mean, it takes a lot because if if you haven't noticed, I'm a talker. So, um, no, nah, I didn't know that at all. I more than probably most <laughs> have to think. <laughs> I have to take take a moment, take a little deep breath and say, do I really want to say that? And sometimes I say, I don't care. I don't feel like feels for any. I'm going to say it. But if I care, sometimes, in most cases, I do care because I love everybody. So I will filter some of my thought processes if I love you enough. Now, if I don't, you won't get what you get. Right. Best, best said. I like how you said that. That was that was well said. Yeah. If, if, if don't, if we all cool, you gonna get how it how it is. And one thing I want everybody <laughs> to know, um, so that um, they could go follow you, see your show, know your website, know your school know all the information where can we find you where can we find your social media where can we find your website um what time does your show air all the good stuff okay so um my main social media that i'm i'm on like a hundred percent of the time and i do respond myself is my instagram which is i am dot tamora t-e-m-m-o-r-a I am dot Tamora is my Instagram. On Facebook, I'm just Tamora dot artist, uh, and I'm on that quite a bit, but mainly on Instagram. My website for the school is AramitAcademy.com. That is my name spelled backwards, just in case you forget, which is T-E-M-M-O-R-A, um, but it's A-R-O-M-M-E-T, uh, Academy.com. Um, my YouTube, where I put... Um, I just dropped some of my um, original music just recently is um, Miss T's Music Factory on YouTube. My show is called Miss T's Music Factory. You can Google it. The whole, All the eight episodes are out now. So if you have cable, you can just put in Miss T's Music Factory and watch it on demand for free. If you, have, um, if you don't have cable, you can go to the Lifetime app put in Miss T's Music Factory and you can, you can watch it from the app and free. So um, those are mainly the two places that I know that i found very easy. It's all online. Like, if you want to pay for it, you can pay for it. But uh, the free outlets, I know it's on demand and uh, on the app. Cool. That means go follow it. Go watch her. Sh- After this interview, go watch all eight episodes, y'all. So go follow her on Instagram. I can tell you if you watch it, if you watch it, you will see a lot of things. You will see a lot of heart more than anything. If you watch it, I would tell you it's worth watching. It's worth the rating, and it's worth telling Lifetime that, hey, we need more TV with a positive message that's clean, wholesome, but give you a little drama at the same time. Bam. Like that. So... We want to thank you here at <laughs> Anointed Radio for coming on. We we definitely appreciate you for taking time to talk to us here in Viva Las Vegas. And we just appreciate everything that you're doing. Stay in touch. Anything that you're having. When season two come out, you know, don't forget about Pastor Jay. Hey. Just saying. <laughs> and we'll definitely promote, thank you know, you. season two coming out. And, um, yeah, stay in touch. We're here to help build your brand and be able to um, be a support system all the way from Las Vegas, Nevada. Oh, thank you so much. And I want to thank you so, so much for having me on the show and giving me a chance to talk to your listeners. And if there's ever anything that I could do, if I'm ever in Las Vegas, which I'm headed out there very soon because I got some conventions to go to, but if there's ever anything I could do, please, I'm just a phone call away. 
just let me know and I'll do my best to make it happen. That works. Definitely stay in touch. Get you some sleep because I know it's about 11.03 over there. Wow. Yeah, so definitely good night. (laughs) Especially because it's a Wednesday, so good night and um, stay in touch. Thank you. Good night, guys. Amen, y'all. Miss Tamora, go check her out. Man, check her out. I'm going to go watch all eight episodes. She has so much that she's doing. Go support her. Show some support. Pray for her because she she just was transparent with you on the air about what she's going through, right? So that, that everybody don't do that. So definitely go out there and pray for her. Everybody got issues. Just because you see them on TV don't mean that they're not human. Keep everybody uplifted in prayer because we all need it. So, with that being said, Cletus! And if you didn't know, we are on Facebook Live on Anointed Radio Facebook page. Hey, y'all. So, make sure you go follow the Anointed Radio Facebook page. You can see it's live in studio. You could go to Anointed Radio, LV Anointed Radio on Twitter and Instagram. But what I want to leave with you today is make sure you think before you make a decision. You think before you speak. You think before you decide. You think about it before you just jump. Because God wants you to make the plan while he guides your feet. But to make the plan, you got to think about it. Stay clear conscious. Don't let emotions rule you. And always keep God in your plans. Amen. Well, this is Pastor Jay. And like always, you can find me at AnointedJaylon on Instagram and Twitter. Or Jaylon Calhoun Facebook page on Facebook. I'll see y'all next week and lay y'all.